Welcome to Adventure Guys, the podcast for humans and dogs. I'm Eric the Human. And I'm Nick the Human. And good morning. It's not the morning. <laughs> oh, well, it could be when you're listening to this. That's so, what I was thinking. All right. I'll, I'll give you a pass. Yeah. <laughs> I almost greeted Eric with good morning, even though we're recording this at 8 p.m. I think, Eric, it's just the best greeting there is. I mean, it's it's top... Eric? Top five, top five greetings. Yeah, it's in, it's it's in there. That's my number one. What's better than that? Happy birthday. That's a good one. Congratulations. That's you can add anything to that. That's probably number one. <laughs> As a greeting. Yeah, because it's all about you first off, and it's good news. Like if you just walk into a function and someone's like Nick, congratulations. I'm like, thank you. Dude, that's so off-putting to me. It's so confusing. Like, okay, that happens plenty of times, and I ha- never once have figured out what someone is referring to when they say congratulations. <laughs> it is vague. <laughs> well, hopefully they, the congratulations on this and that. Um, so, okay, so we have happy birthday, congratulations, good morning. What else is on, what else are the good greetings? Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> Will you marry? I, will you marry I, I, me? I guess. I guess that's that's a good one. Because if, <laughs> if you're if you're on the receiving end of it, chances are you're probably in a place where that there, there's more behind the words. Oh, I've got a good one. There's, there's a context. I've got a good one. I've got a good top five and a bottom five. Okay. Top five. Merry Christmas. Bottom five. Happy holidays. Ew. <laughs> If I go to Walmart one more time and they tell me happy holidays, I swear to God, Eric, I'm going to flip out. The, the happy holidays thing, I, there, were, there were a lot of cultural awakenings that occurred when, when I lived in Texas. Mm-hmm. And the happy holidays, like, controversy, <laughs> it made a lot more sense once I understood that, like, Texas just has mostly Christian people. Mm. And growing up on Long Island, that was not the case. Yeah. Like, so saying happy holidays meant that you were including Hanukkah, basically, is what it meant growing up on Long Island. Right. And like, and also, you know, New Year's, happy, like, it's yeah, all, yeah. It's all yeah. the same thing. So it was like, it wasn't excluding Christmas, but I understand now that people that live in Texas and are Christian and haven't gone anywhere else besides Texas their entire lives which is a lot of Texas Christians are all like understand now why they under, why they think that that means they're being excluded. <laughs> Cause it's all they know. I don't excuse them for it, but I understand how it happened. Yeah. I understand their process. <laughs> I guess, man, it's so dumb. Uh, it's just why, why, who cares? Christmas is kind of a bullshit holiday anyway. Why do you like it that much? I love Christmas. Like, I really love Christmas. Uh, so I would like, we can have a Christmas discussion. I'm not going to be mad at Starbucks for saying happy holidays or whatever, but I do love Christmas. Although, you know, if you're a good Christian, Easter is a far holier holiday than Christmas is. Sure. No, I'm just saying canonically within the religion, growing up Christian, okay. <laughs> it's like a more significant, like in terms of the faith and the the lore of of Jesus like that's when he really proved it not when he was yeah. born it was when the, the canon of Jesus yeah there's a lot of canon when he came back from the dead that's right. that's like when you're like okay son of god 
Like any naysayer out there. I mean, some might argue that that's not really canon. It's more fan fiction, but mm-hmm. some, yeah, they could argue that. <laughs> some might. You, you ever, uh, you know, weasel words? No. What What is that? You familiar with that definition? It's, uh, I learned this from Wikipedia back when it was sort of new and like people were trying to figure out ways how to edit it and, and screw around with it. Uh, one of their guidelines was to avoid weasel words, which is saying things like some people believe that and, and like who the fuck is some people like this is shit that like Donald Trump <laughs> yeah, yeah. speaks exactly with. what I thought <clears throat> it doesn't mean anything yeah it's it's all like intentionally vague yeah and they're called yeah. it's called weasel words that's funny it's a perfect term for it <laughs> bless you thank you <laughs> bless you that's is that Christian uh I meant it with satanic overtones. Okay, well, there we go. <laughs> I suppose Satanism is on the family tree of Christianity. It is. Yeah, I don't know the whole... I don't think Christians like that very much, though. <laughs> I have over here a book on... Uh, it has something to do with the occult. I think I talked to you about it for a while. but I'm, I'm really excited to crack into that this year. Ugh. I'm getting more involved with it. My witchcraft. Nice. Dude, I I lit this sandalwood, I think. Yeah. <laughs> God damn, it got me good. <laughs> or maybe that's just God coming down and being like, Nick, it's Merry Christmas. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> um, uh, I liked your drawing for the vinyl of your record. We were talking about it and it came out really, really good. Thanks. A lot of frogs. I, they're so chill, man. They are anything but chill. Those well, frogs have zero chill. On your on your ones. Although there's a skateboarding frog, which while that's an aggressive activity, he looks quite chill. Yeah, he's the only one. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm re- yeah. No, they're all kind of doing stuff. Skydiving, grenade launchers, yelling. Uh, I like the guy coming out of the sewer though. He's pretty cool. He's like, what's going on up here? He picked the worst time to come up, really, <laughs> given everything that's happening in it. <laughs> Guys, go to um, ericdano.bandcamp.com and get this vinyl. If For nothing else, a large format version of this drawing. Like, I know that it's fine and you don't need to do this, but this this really could make a good blown up poster. I was looking into the process on making prints of artwork. It's fucking expensive, like more so than you would think. Ugh. Hey, um, I had a couple of questions on it, on the artwork. Yeah, sure. Let's go for it. Um, in the the left corner, there's the aliens. Yeah. Now, are they sucking up frogs or deploying little gray men? <laughs> what? I don't know if I should answer such a direct question okay. about the art maybe it should be left up to interpretation <laughs> okay um, what what do you what do you think is happening well first off you go okay they're sucking up like some of the frogs um but um like when you zoom in a little bit like it looks like they might be tumbling down to earth i think it's supposed to be implied that they're being sucked up but I like the house 1312. Is there a significance to that number? Yeah. You don't know 
thirteen twelve? No, what is that? It's the numerical ACAB. Oh hell yeah, that would it that would tie in well with the uh, cop car that's trash that says pigs on it. Um, <laughs> yeah. The house also is like kind of curvy, like uh, it reminds me of Rocco. Yeah, I was trying to figure out how to format the composition of everything, and that '90s fisheye perspective uh, provided like a solution for like fitting a lot on the page basically where you can kind of like curve it around yeah um and yeah Rocco so I went back and I looked at stuff from Rocco's Modern Life which was one of my favorite shows as a kid and they really commit to that the whole show is wide angle lens just everything is curvy like when they're sitting at a table like it's curved like that nothing is straight there are no like right angles or anything in that whole show Everything is curved. It's crazy. And then you, you you can fit a lot of zany shit into the shot that way. It's, yeah, what a decision to do that that way. I, I, I was trying to think of other shows that did that kind of perspective. I, I really, I couldn't place it anywhere else. Yeah, me neither. It seems very early 90s. Yeah, if you have any, hey, did you see the mail at gmail.com? Hit us. Um, if you have any input, but yeah, cool. I'm, I pre-ordered the vinyl today. I'm excited to get it in my grubby, grubby, dirty, slimy little hands and put <laughs> <Nice>. it on. <laughs> you want to talk about Adventure Time? Uh, maybe. Weren't, weren't you just out of town? We're, we're, we're doing this on a Tuesday night, so the episode's going to be late. Where, where oh, I guess you? we do own oh, an explanation. I was at a bachelor party. It was in, uh. Phoenicia, New York. Bachelor parties. Yeah. Getting married. Not me. What a racket. <laughs> it was fun. Actually, they are married and he's having a kid soon. So, and he didn't have a wedding because of COVID. So it was like a, it was Adam Cohen, our uh, old oh. buddy, uh, guest from the show. <clears throat> so we were like, dude, you got to do something. Like the, the only, like the fun part about getting married is that you just like get to have big parties. So do something. Is that something married people do? They have big parties? That's what a wedding is. That's what bachelor oh. parties are. That's how I look at it. <laughs> um, no, once you're married, I guess you, you never party again. Yeah, I thought that was in the rule book. Yeah, you gotta become old and boring. <laughs> Just kidding. One day I will be married, I bet. Yeah, you bet. <laughs> Who knows, man? Maybe I die tomorrow. And if so, uh, it's been fun doing the podcast. And um, to show the respect it deserves, I'm putting a Tic Tac in my mouth to get it, my breath nice and minty fresh for the listener. Can you hear it? Yeah. Let me get another one. <laughs> and now we're cooking with gas. Three. This has got to be torture if you're wearing headphones. But, uh... Unless you're into that kind of shit. Episode discussion. That's not how it goes. Episode discussion. Uh, We watched season three, episode 15, No One Can Hear You. Um, 
It's been a little bit since we've done a season three episode, I believe. And this was a really fun, out of canon, just solo, isolated episode that was really pretty fucking weird and wild. Uh, and it's been a little bit since we had one of those, I think. Yeah. I mean, I guess, I, think it's, I guess it's also it's early because like high strangeness is, I guess you could argue is that too, but this is like a very early feeling episode still where they're. Yeah. High strangeness felt like it, it still had, I don't know, some, some sort of important yeah. plot information in it. Right. Um, as bizarre as it was. This this episode, I think, um, is really like the meat and potatoes of like the first four seasons, yeah. maybe. And I I kind of forget that like the bulk of the show is really this vibe sometimes. <laughs> and then we watch one of these episodes. <laughs> I know. That's what I was thinking, too. I was like, oh, yeah, there's this thing that they do. <laughs> it's like it's like getting it's like being into a band and then going listen to like their acclaimed early work and being like, oh, yeah, that's. That's what a lot of people think this band is. Right. Um, but it's very, I found it refreshing after we've been watching so many like later episodes to come back to a really fun, nonsensical one. And it was like kind of off-putting and disturbing. Like it was funny, but it was reckless. I guess I would say it's, it's a funny episode and it's also reckless in the way they handle their characters. Yeah. The consequences that people feel in the characters feel in this episode seem a little bit unbalanced. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, like the things happening, like I say reckless because things happen and have gigantic consequences, but the way they react is like, kind of like, yeah, whatever the, the episode starts out and there's a deer in candy kingdom terrorizing everybody, but it's just a real deer, like using real deer logic which is really disconcerting to see in this world. Like, it's like, oh no, it's like he popped in from another dimension into here or something, you know? Yeah. One of the creepiest villains of the show. You know what a cool idea would be? I don't know if you could, couldn't pull this off in present day, but what if you were able to pull in like footage of a deer from real life and put it in adventure time. So the deer that's running around is, is literally like a real deer that you've, motion captured or like you know what i mean mixing media be like a tim and eric tom goes in the mayor thing or something be like um uncle grandpa yeah uh, i don't want to talk about that show because i hate the name so much <laughs> i know it's so uncomfortable I know. <laughs> um but really creepy villain and finn's there and uh the guy the the deer steps on both of his legs and crushes them violently and then kicks him until he's blacked out and I, right there at that point this is in the beginning I, I was like okay this is actually a good idea for an episode to show how Finn's gonna deal with broken legs because he's always doing gnarly shit and looks like breaking stuff but he never has to deal with the consequences of having broken legs or being knocked out so I was like okay solid solid idea for an episode and then he wakes up and things we just immediately get weird can we can we zero on zero in on his like immediate reaction to his legs being broken? Yeah, you think they're setting setting up a classic Finn scream? Uh, when he when, and, he when he moves his the blanket off his legs, and 
Catherine no, w- when the deer stomps on his legs oh, in yeah. like two different places and breaks <laughs> breaks his legs really violently. And Finn, you think, is going to scream, his crazy scream. But instead, they zoom in on his face. He just kind of grimaces <laughs> and says, whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's like he's like trying to be a man, you know? <laughs> Do you call it the Finn Scream or the Finn Screech? Oh, Finn Scream. Uh, oh, there's like compilations on, on YouTube. Hey, let me play one. Okay. Now, that's not the scream that I know. Did you hear that? Mm-hmm. Did you hear it or no? Okay, a little bit. Let me play. Yeah. Is that what you're thinking? I'm thinking of like, yeah. Oh, I'm thinking of the screech. You know, that's pretty much it. I thought his like voice, like when his voice cracks. You know what I'm talking about? It's something different than that? Yeah. Gym shirts? Uh, Goddamn ad for gym shirts. There we go. This, that one, where it's like, where he's a little kid. Okay, hold on. Oh. Yeah. You know where his, okay. his voice is kind of cracking more? Okay, there's some good compilations. I don't need to bore you guys with us watch or me solo watching YouTube, but <laughs> yeah. I like when it like, it turns into the shriek where he's not just like, ah, like where it's like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like. Exited yeah. his range. Um, yeah, very crazy. But he wakes up, and he's—you'd think like he'd be like, "Shoot, I can't adventure anymore because my legs are broken." But that's not really his reaction. He's sort of like, "Oh man, I broke my stems." Stems. <laughs> and then he's like, "Oh well, I guess I'll go find Jake." And, and he, he just gets up and like starts motoring around, and it's like. He doesn't even think about how this is going to like, you know what I mean? He doesn't even like let it get him down. Yeah. I wonder if this has happened to him before <laughs> yeah. that we, we haven't seen. Yeah. Um, he's got these big casts on his leg, like all the way up to his, uh, his like belly button, basically his whole legs. And, uh, he goes and immediately it's like the hospital is dead and he's asking for ice cream, I guess because he's been in the hospital before. So he's like, paging Dr. Ice Cream, I would like some ice cream. And like trying to get everyone to come out and talk to him. But it's clear that it's completely deserted. Um, then he goes out to Candy Kingdom and Candy Kingdom is completely deserted. And he finds uh, Jake in the trash, like dumpster diving. But Jake's got a bandage around his head. And does he have a goatee? I can't remember. I don't think so. No, But it's immediately unsettling he's wearing a cape that's for sure yeah he looks like a real hobo yeah um and it's kind of concerning i was almost like is this the real jake or is this like another dog what are we are we back in time like where are we right now um and he brings them back he's like come back to my tent and you're kind of like what why is he in this tent i don't know they leave you in this like weird in between limbo zone of knowing what's going on with jake for like a little bit. So it's kind of puzzling where you're like, what the fuck is going on in this goddamn episode? Um, and it turns out that we are six months in the future, right? 
Yeah, uh, maybe. Can we can we pause for a second? Yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> I have to answer a text message that's kind of important. It might be a cool gig offer. Whoa. <laughs> now here's some something new we've never done, which is do a technical difficulties for a text. Well, we don't need. It's not. It's not technical difficulties. We're just gonna pause our conversation. Okay. I'll wait. <laughs> I should finish eating this Tic Tac. Should we go back to episode discussion? Yeah, where we're oh, I I I know where we were and why I wanted to pause because we got to a salient part of the discussion. Good. Where it's been about six months that Finn has been out is uh what Jake reveals in conversation. Yeah. I think that's an unreliable timeline. Oh. Uh for for a couple of reasons. Um Jake is, you know, obviously some sort of crazy like he's been knocked out and you know and he's apparently been waiting for a surprise party for six months um was finn really like in a coma for six months with his legs broken um probably not (laughs) especially because towards the end of the episode where jake asks finn if his legs are still broken and Finn says, "Yeah," <laughs> and he's walking around on broken legs. I guess it hurts him. Mm-hmm. But if he was in it, if he was in there for six months, his legs probably would have been healed. Like, and with more real world logic, they would have been atrophied as well. Yeah. <laughs> and also, he probably just would have died if no one was tending to his comatose body for six months. <laughs> yeah, you know. So it's probably longer than a day, where it's been enough time for jake to establish some sort of routine but not quite six months <laughs> i think that's an unreliable uh timeline from from jake yeah i th- so it but sort of it puts us in this this uneasy place as the audience where we don't we know even less about what's been happening now because like six months just seems like too unrealistic to believe um so it's like what is there's just like another layer of like wondering what is really happening. I think you're totally correct though. <laughs> right? Like there's no, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I, I wish I could add to it, but I think you just made a really salient observation here. Well done. Um, okay. <laughs> he, it's totally right. It doesn't really hold up. Although it's funny if they would be atrophy, but when he, Finn later breaks his cast and starts running, I'm like, Oh, Maybe it has been six months because he can run now. But then later on, he says that his legs are still broken. Uh, right. Yeah. So they're just having a little fun with us. Yeah. I mean, there's plenty about the physics of Adventure Time that don't make sense and do not are not analogous to, you know, our real world physio- physiology. But uh, I, I'm assuming like there is some sort of accelerated healing processes that are available uh, either via Prince Bubblegum's technological advances or magic or whatever. And uh, didn't we do an episode about that? I think. We did with Will. I remember this because it was an episode that I did not watch. Oh, right. Okay. It was one of our crazy ones. <laughs> yeah. There are ways to heal people from disease or injury in the Adventure Time world. Yes. Uh, yes, 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 yes. That are not accessible to us as real world People. Also, kind of in uh, Wizard City, the the Distant Lands special, they kind of get into that. Yeah. So, 
it tra- it tracks to some extent that time has passed enough for Finn's very extreme injuries to have healed at least part way. Right. <laughs> but not so much time that he would be fully healed. Yeah. So it is the weird. Okay. So Jake thinks everyone. So basically Jake thinks everyone's not around because they're hiding because it's his birthday and lady Rainy corn got them like is organizing a surprise party which Finn initially buys into. He goes out looking. He said, come over to, to the tent. We're going to make a hobo fire and wait for the party to start. He goes out looking for timber for the hobo fire, um, comes across a fountain. And I just want to bring up, he s- realizes he smells bad because he's been as- you know asleep and he goes and washes himself in the fountain and he walks into the fountain with his casts on, meaning his casts are just getting sopping wet. Did you see that, Eric? Yeah, I think that's the thing that you're not supposed to do with cast. Yeah, is that correct? I thought so too. It's like gonna you're gonna disintegrate those things. <laughs> I've never broken a bone. Have you? I've broken three fingers all at once on my left hand. That should have been a guitar killer. <laughs> but I was <laughs> right. But I was 14 years old, and your body just heals like that. When oh yeah. It was, yeah, it was a great time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, so I don't have personal. Okay. anecdotal experience well, with casts and what the rules are. But it you, seemed like that was a bad idea. Believe you me, that's a bad idea. Um, <laughs> so then he, they go back to the thing and uh, is this what, I think Jake, that, this is when he reveals that Finn's been asleep for six months. Um, oh, because on the way back, he hears some candy voices coming from the sewer is what he says. Which is weird. Yeah. And he brings and, it up to Jake, right? Yeah, this is when Jake starts getting real creepy. He's like, you don't want to go down there. And then he like, he just starts getting like, like really weird with like the bugs crawling over him and shit. <laughs> oh, the bugs was, was weird. Because I was like, all right. Granted, he's going crazy. He's getting creepy. He's not himself because of this head injury. But now why are there bugs crawling all over him? <laughs> Yeah, I think it's just it just further illustrates the creepiness of what he's becoming. Yeah. Okay. And then uh <laughs> he's he, crawling out of his ear. Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes and goes so then Finn's like, "All right, I'm out of here. I got to go get my uh he's going to go down there, right?" And then Jake comes after him and and clobbers him and basically knocks him out. And he wakes up and now Jake is giving himself his own birthday party with puppets. Which is which is very creepy, dude. Every time they play with puppets in this show is disturbing as fuck. Yeah. So, if you get a head injury, is this can is this really on the the table? I don't know. I also think it's weird that Jake could get a head injury. Period. Because like, wouldn't he just stretch his head to where like there's no impact? Totally. Like, can you can can you really like bonk Jake on the head hard enough to do any kind of damage? Good question. Now, here's here's my retort: is that so? If he was bonked on the head, right? It he probably didn't see it coming. And could his stretchy powers be released either instinctually or reactionally? Like, if he gets hit in the jaw, like all of a sudden 
treasure powers, or do they have to be activated by him? You know what I mean? Yeah, I think we do know canonically that later on um, in the series, his powers are sort of beyond his conscious control. Um, they will activate on an instinctual level. Mm-hmm. So it's possible. Totally possible. And it's also, we're also, again, debating the physics rules of <laughs> this cartoon. Right. <laughs> I So there, there's an episode where Jake... Terminator style uh, forces himself to stretch through a grate and like appears on the other side, mm-hmm. which really sort of violates like the logic of like how Jake has been able to stretch. But I, I remember reading in um, the art book that they had like a serious discussion about if Jake was able to do that or not. And it came down to Jake can stretch in any way, as long as it's funny. So, that's incredible. <laughs> so th- that's the underlying rule that governs how Jake Stretchiness works. That yeah. It has to be funny. If it's funny, it's fair game. That's good enough for me, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> good enough for me. Um, hilarious. So, yeah, okay. Well, so, jury's still out on that, uh, but still, it is weird that he got a head injury. Then, next up, um, yeah, so then Finn, like, get, convinces him to let him out so he can play with the puppets, and then he immediately runs back and dives into the sewer and finds the candy people um, encased in this weird honey-like tomb substance. Um, and as he gets in there, Jake is holding all these balloons like for the party and is like, they're here. They're waiting for me. And he is. And Finn is like, Jake, you did this. You entombed all the (laughs) captured, all the candy people. They've been here for months and months and months. And, uh, it's like a really creepy moment. And at that moment, I was like, this is where I'm saying they're being reckless with the characters. Like, holy shit. Like, are we gonna be able to get for, even though he had an injury, are we going to forgive Jake for what he's done? But, uh, like, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, is this is this a thing that ever happens in the series? Like this is uh, sort of a semi-frequent trope of cartoons and and you know or even just any show that runs a long time is like at at some point a good guy is going to have some sort of brain wipe or whatever and be forced to against their will maybe uh fight the other good guys. It's like such a common superhero kind of thing, like in comics and that kind of, and and that genre as well. Um, but does that ever happen with Finn and Jake over the course of the show? I don't know. I guess he are they ever turned against the side of good? <laughs> I guess you know, in moment like this is would be the only moment it happens. Ah, fuck, I can't. My brain is sort of drawing a blank, but they definitely get into some weird grayers. I mean, the way Finn was treating. Uh, Flame Princess was kind of weird sometimes. Well, um, th- yeah, that's not what I mean. I know, but, you know I know, I know yeah. what you mean. It's not right. I, I, I can't. But here, this you think it's going there. Um, but then I think Peppermint Butler is the first one he saves, and he goes, "Jake, you did not do this." And they said, "Yeah, it's like, who did this?" And they point, and the deer is back. <laughs> the fucking deer! Oh my gosh, it was a deer all along. And what makes him even creepier now, more than ever, 
is he removes his like the black of his hooves and reveals human like fingers and boy is it gross (laughs) like that's the only thing that makes him not a regular deer is that he has regular person hands now yeah but he's still like operating like a deer and he comes over and starts to licking them and as he's licking them that they're becoming entombed again and it's weird um so right so they're so finn i think is battling him while jake starts pulling everyone down and somehow oh and then jake throws two cinder blocks onto the deer's head extremely violently the first one would have done the trick but they do a second and the deer falls down and then all the candy people now free collectively push the deer down like a 50 foot drop into a water ostensibly killing this deer right and yeah although he shows up later in the series okay we know he's not done okay he's kind of you know i i guess so we also see this with the with the with the horse that's on the ball james baxter yeah james baxter he's sort of just like a real horse this is a real deer <laughs> Yeah. There's I, there's got to be some other times when this actually happens, uh, but it's it's very weird. It's I don't know. It's discombobulating. Yeah, it's creepy. It's creepy. It's creepy. And then they're t- they're like, it's time to go home. And I got one of the biggest laughs. The biggest laugh of the episode for me is that Jake's been holding these balloons, and all of a sudden now it's time to go. It's almost like he activated the balloons and they start just drifting away and everyone grabs onto each other's legs and it's this big long rope. And I was just laughing at this. Yeah. And they're like, we all smell really bad. Let's go take a bath. Yeah. <laughs> and Prince Bulba comes like, yeah, let's get clean. <laughs> Episode's over. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty perfect. Pretty perfect ending. Yeah. Yeah. Very weird standalone app. Um, unsettling yeah. as Adventure Time sometimes is. Oh yeah, big time. But do you want to play? Did you see yes, I do. I was gonna ask. Well, Nick, did you see the snail? I did not see the snail. Eric, did you see the snail? Yes, I saw the snail. Damn it. I'm getting good at this. It occurred to me during the episode, I was like, man, I really want to see the snail. Where was it? Was it in the beginning? Uh, Towards the beginning, it is in the scene where Finn stumbles upon Jake digging through the trash heap. Hmm. Damn. I was so... Like fixated on trying to figure out what the fuck was going on with Jake that I just straight up missed it. Well, speaking of, did you see the snail? Was that the only snail that you didn't see this week? It was a weird way to ask that question. Yeah, what what else are you asking? <laughs> there might be another snail in in some other part of your life that you might be able to see. Okay, that I don't know what you now I don't know. I'm I, now I'm lost. <laughs> I, there, there, there's no good way to to Is there a snail in your you. drawing? <laughs> oh. <laughs> he got there quicker. Okay. He's in here? Oh my god, like that's amazing. I was looking so deep. I was looking deeply at uh 
all the butterflies and the, the guy with the huge axe and the cat. He must be kind of like actually hidden in here. All right, let me let me let me relook at the the cover again for late fees for borrowed time slash only momentary and find this fucker. Dude, I'm looking at it right now and I can't find him. Oh, there he is. Uh, <laughs> dude. Oh, you nailed him. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. Love it. <laughs> All right. Well, congrats to me again. One second, one second. I'm sorry. Dino. Cool. Miscellaneous Mania? There's things you may not know. Zarek and Nick will show you all the trivia in Well, we didn't mention it, but this was Akko Castuera and Jesse Moynihan. Cool. Great combo of uh, of minds for this one. Uh, a lot of references in this episode um, along the lines of like horror genre, which we've encountered before and I think which we've both of us said is not really our area of expertise. Not precisely. The uh, the waking up in an empty hospital. Yeah. Um, I guess that's what happens in 28 Days Later. Mm, okay. I haven't ever seen that movie, uh, but I did recognize it because that's how um, The Walking Dead starts. And I have seen that. Dude, what, a, what an eerie thing it would be. Like, that's such a good idea. Yeah. I mean, it's not exactly an original one if there are already two big zombie franchises that start out that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's an effective idea. And I suppose if you're this deep in uh adventure time, you're you're looking for more effective ideas when you're cranking up the apps. The whole victims being down in the sewer and uh Jake holding the balloons is I guess a reference to Stephen King's It. Ah. Yeah, I guess because he's in a sewer and got the... Yeah, okay. A little bit more of a stretch, but it's cool. None of the movies have I ever watched. Yeah. And I didn't read the book, so I don't really know. I like this one. The way... So when Finn's running and he eventually breaks his legs, his bra- breaks his casts off of his broken legs, it's like very similar to the way Forrest Gump does it in the movie. I guess it sort of is. It's like a little different because I think he eventually just like rips them off versus them just breaking off like in Forrest Gump, but... I don't know why I like that. I like I like Forrest Gump. Do you like Forrest Gump? Um, uh, yeah, it never really resonated with me. My mom was watching it the other day. <laughs> I think it's had a weird a weird life too. People all hate Jenny because she like totally played Forrest and probably and gave him AIDS, which was, which is a good point. Uh, 
Um, it also is interesting that, you know, they made him mentally challenged and like, is that part of what they're, they're getting at with like the point of the movie? You know, I don't think they necessarily are, but is that like part of it? Like the, the naivety, like, is he, the, I don't know. I just, it, I don't know if I even want to talk about this. I guess it's kind of what they started making fun of in Tropic Thunder. Remember when, uh, Ben Stiller's character is playing like a mentally challenged person, like Sling Blade or something. Right. Um, it's it's weird that that's the movie that kind of broke that trope. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It is like a really weird... I'm just... I guess I'm saying there's things about it that make me question, but it is a, an enjoyable movie still. Um, I don't know. We can leave it there. We don't have to go deeper <laughs> into this rabbit hole. I mean, Tom Hanks is an American treasure. He is. Um, uh, have have you watched um, the morning show yet? No, we were talking about that. Is he in that? No, but they they reference him because uh, the second season deals with the coronavirus outbreak, mm. like when it was like just, oh yeah, just sort of starting, um, and like that was the moment when America started taking it seriously when it got their Tom Hanks. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that was crazy. Forgot. Um. Love that. Yeah, he's cool. He's cool. I, I don't want to talk about that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Any other mania? Dude, I got to tell you what. I'm just like tired. I'm like tired right now. I feel like the energy of this podcast is is, is interesting. I think Sundays suit us better for taping. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, time doesn't really mean much to me anymore. Days of the week don't have an effect on my life. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's really just me. Um, I guess I could probably start coming back in to Brooklyn to do these in person again. Yeah, soon when you feel it. I I've now had direct confirmed exposure to Omicron twice and continued to test negative, never had symptoms. Um I've gotten all three shots. So I think I'm pretty good. Uh, the only people in my family that were vulnerable uh, have already gotten mild cases. So I don't need to be as worried about infecting other people as I previously was. And cases are starting to decline again. So I think it's safe for me to start venturing back out in the world. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Well, then come on. We'll do it in person. This uh, slow vibe will be picked back up. <laughs> um, it'll be fun. Um, if you Thank you for listening today. If you enjoyed the podcast, give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Um, kick us 99 cents a month on anchor.fm slash Adventure Guys Podcast. Um, and if you still want to give, go to Eric's Patreon. Patreon.com slash Eric Dano. Um, it's cool. Or ericdano.bandcamp.com to pre-order my new vinyl record. Which you should. I did it today. I'm very excited to get it. It's really good records. It's some of Eric's best music, objectively. Thank you. It's true. It's you've you I think you've you've done the thing where you have your early work and now I think like um Phantom Arrival and on, there's like a clear demarcation of the next era 
Yeah, 2018 yeah. was when I, I I stopped making shitty music. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, I never thought of your shit was shitty, but... Uh... I've been making good music for four years now. I've been making music for a very long time, and the last four years have been... Better. Better. The last four years haven't sucked. I know... I can say that my music does not suck with confidence. Well, that's a nice place to get to. <laughs> uh, cool. Um, sweet. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. And if you want to listen again next week. Oh, yeah. The fuck. part that Nick skips uh, here we all the time. Here. <laughs> Figure out what episode we're going to watch. What are we going to watch next week? What are we going to watch? Okay, we're going to watch season five, episode 21, The Suitor. So 25, you say? Season five, episode oh, okay. 21, The Suitor. Cool. I'm looking it up. He gets a good uh, PB episode. Yeah. Which uh, I'm excited for. All right. Cool. Good app. Fine app. <laughs> Peace out, y'all.